Connor, how are you, man? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing excellent. You are ready for baby Connor, baby Pounders to be here? Ready for any day, any moment. Any yep. You're gonna have fun, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Yep. When the first time you hold that baby in your arms, uh, you're, you're gonna. You, let me say this from my experience. First time I held my kids in my arms, uh, I experienced the love that, uh, the love of Christ in yeah. a way that I'm holding this child that's my flesh and blood, um, and excitement and love and fear uh, flooded my, my heart. Uh, all at the same time, I'm responsible for this child. I'm responsible for their physical well-being. I'm responsible for their spiritual well-being. And um, but, but through God's grace, uh, you just love and lead according to scriptures, man. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm really impatient. Um, so the labor process is not for me. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm just not ready for the length of time that it's yeah. going to take. I understand. Well, you get some rest during that time. Yeah. Because once the baby comes, every two hours you're up and, and feeding and now, Krista will say, I was not up every two hours. She was up every two hours. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, you go have some sleepless nights. And so if, if you're at church and, and after the baby comes and, and you see Connor and he uh, looks tired and dazed, just, just show him some grace. And uh, some of you have been there. Just just pray for him. Uh, <laughs> if, I look, if I look past you and look like I've never seen you before, then I'm sorry. It's just going to be. You're a little sleepy, huh? A little sleepy. It's coming. Well, Connor, today on the podcast, we we are living in some, hmm, what's the word we can use? Um, odd, an odd season of life. We, yeah. We've seen pandemics. We've seen a pandemic uh, that, that's still going. In fact, we're kind of in a spike here in our state. Uh, we're starting to see it, uh, schools being affected uh, from mm-hmm. the elementary to the middle to the high school from what we're hearing. and. Uh, we're seeing more and more people in our county starting to catch it, and just just odd season. Um, hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. I mean, we're on what? 29, 29 named storms. Is it twenty? So we're on Zeta, Ada. We're on Ada. Theta. There's a Theta now. Yeah. Where's Theta? At? Theta went actually went opposite of the U.S. into above Africa. So Theta. So it became a named storm. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. And then there's a, there's another one that's developing in the in the Caribbean right now, or not the Caribbean, the uh, below um, where South America is. Wow. So it's got a ninety percent chance of of developing. This is uh, I know this phrase is probably getting overused, but but it's being used correctly. This is unprecedented times. This has been the craziest year in my life. It's been crazy. We we uh, election year has been. I don't want to say it's the most volatile election year, but but it has been pretty volatile. It's 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 the one most I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, we live in a time where if you don't agree with me, um, then we can't get along, right? And that's wrong. We should be able to agree to disagree. It's really it is. I know I'm I'm mean, I'm a little bit younger. I'm only 28, so I haven't had to deal with. I don't know if anybody of us, any of us, have had to deal with this. But I never thought in my lifetime, at 28 years old, that I would have to think about all these questions surrounding the future of the country, the future of just how I stand as a Christian, like things I may have to um, deal with in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that I've never thought about them, but just. 
seriously having to think about, hey, I mean, like, how am I going to face these certain issues? Like, if if the if the states come and say well, you can't have church or you um, you can't base hiring people off of homosexuality or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, whatever those causes may be, how am I going to, you know, it's going to separate the the wolves from the sheep, I guess. Uh, yes, it will. And with that, uh, you will begin to see things even more differently that you have kids. Because now you're not just thinking about yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're thinking about your, your child. Uh, yeah. I think about my children. But but we have a promise in Scripture that we don't have to fear, right? Right. Uh, Jesus... Jesus teaches us that we don't fear what man can do to us. We, we, we don't fear the one who can hurt the body mm-hmm. or even destroy the body. Uh, we, we fear the one who can destroy the body and the soul, and that's, that's God himself. And, right. and so while we see tumultuous times in our society, as believers, we, we don't have to fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we rest and trust in God. And, and while there may come a day where we have to to make a stance. And and as believers, we take biblical stances, right? We we obey. We said this a few weeks ago or a few podcasts ago. Um, maybe it was on this one. Maybe it was on the one from Big Level Baptist Church. Uh, I can't remember which one. But we we obey the government in all forms because God calls us to until the government calls us to disobey God. Right. Our allegiance, first and foremost, is the one who's purchased us with the blood of Christ. Which, which we look, and, and, and I preached on this last week, and it's Philippians chapter 1, where he says that you're citizens of heaven. As citizens of heaven, live your life worthy of the gospel of Christ. And so um, we may have to make some decisions. Uh, we may have to take stances, and we may not. I don't know. I, I'm not here to project what's to right. come in the future. And um, I'll be honest. like I'm ready. I think I'm ready to do that, to ready to take stances. And not in an allegiance, this may come off whatever, but like not an allegiance to a country or not an allegiance to a person or a president or anything like that, but my allegiance to Christ. I'm ready to take those biblical stances that not just because I'm conservative or I'm liberal or whatever it may be, I'm ready to take stances based off of what Scripture teaches. Yeah, My my prayer is that we will have as believers across our country and across the globe, because we have brothers and sisters across the globe who are facing extreme persecution. Oh, They're yeah. losing their lives. They're losing their jobs and their homes because of their biblical stances. And so my prayer is that if that time were to ever come in our country, and we don't know if it will or not, you know, we're blessed right now at this moment to live in a country where we can worship God uh, how we want, when we want. We can worship whoever. You can worship whoever you want, right? Right. We worship the one true living God, uh, the God of the Bible. But uh, if there was ever a time where we had to choose, I pray that God would give believers, and I pray God is giving believers across the globe right now, the strength of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, to say, even if God doesn't deliver us, we'll never bow down uh, to a a false God. We're only going to bow down to God. I I pray that we can have the, the strength and the boldness of, of David, uh, who, not David, excuse me, of, of Daniel, who was thrown in a lion's den because of his commitment to God in prayer. I, I pray that we have the, the strength and the boldness uh, of, of uh, Stephen and Acts that, that is proclaiming the gospel 
to those who are wanting to persecute him. And he looks up into heaven and he sees Jesus and they stone him, right? I pray that we have the, the boldness and the strength and the courage of uh, Peter and James and John and Paul. And when they faced persecution, they did not back down. Uh, Peter and John is told, quit preaching Jesus. And, and, they, and, and what do they tell the people? Whether it's right uh, or not, you decide. But we cannot quit preaching the gospel. And they're telling this to a high court that could have them in prison and did have them in prison eventually. I pray that believers will 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 stand not on a political platform, but will stand on the truths of Scripture and not budge. Uh, the authority, our final authority in life, is the Word of God, and 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 I. I vote the way I vote because of political principles, mm-hmm. right? I went to the polls and I voted for a certain president. I voted it, or to be, I voted for certain senators. I voted. The reason I voted came down to what does the scripture say and who aligns best? Because it's not they're not perfect, right? And mm-hmm. what guides me, and I pray will always guide me, and I pray will guide my kids is the word of God. And through that, even if we were to face persecution, may we have the boldness. Because if we're all honest, in our flesh, it would be easy to cave yeah, for the sake of preserving life. But what, what, does, uh, what does Jesus say? I think Matthew chapter 16, if anyone wants to come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Uh, whoever wants to lose it, whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Uh, but whoever loses his life for my sake will, will save it. Now, I'm paraphrased there, but, you know, and also, we see Jesus saying, "If anybody denies me before the Father, I'll, de- you know, anybody who denies me before man, I will deny before my Father." And so, while it would be easy for us, for the sake of saving our own physical lives, those lives are temporary. And as believers, we need to be able to stand. And the only way a believer can stand in the face of persecution, the only way those uh, now who are facing persecution can stand, those in Scripture were able to stand, it was because the strength that came from God, the the uh, spirit of God who dwelled inside them. Uh, and, and so my prayer for believers today, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter what, what your view of the election is and the outcome of the election is, let me encourage you not to fear, but to find peace in Jesus because you ultimately are a citizen of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right about that. And if I'm completely honest with you, like, last week consumed a lot of my time Mm -hmm. um gosh i mean especially tuesday and i knew without a shadow of a doubt it would not be called (laughs) on tuesday and i still stayed up to three o'clock in the morning watching news thinking well if you know if this if this just kind of comes out right on my end then i will be a lot happier right um knowing that my all of the things that I think about are not going to determine any any of my happiness, any of my uh, any of that. But all of my my rest should come in Christ. And even though I knew that, I had to put away my fleshly thoughts, and that was really hard for me. I mean, um, but you preaching Sunday, it really, it really, it really put away that that. I guess that fear in my mind, even though I know all of the right answers, it still kind of consumed my yeah. my thoughts last week. But you know, well, and let um, me be honest. It I stayed up to one o'clock Tuesday night, 11, 11 o'clock. I went and got in bed, and I kept watching. Um, 
I still kept checking for the next couple of days. And then I, at the same time, I was wrestling with Philippians chapter 127. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's really why I preached that text. I was wrestling with the fact that, and, and there's nothing wrong. Let, let, me, let me say this. There's nothing wrong with having concerns about our country. Yeah. And we are citizens of heaven, and, but, but at the same time, we're also citizens here too. And, and we have a responsibility as citizens here to, to lead in a way that brings God glory and lead in a way that, that and so I, according to his will. And so I had concerns, but if we're not careful, the concerns of this world can overcome, will, will distract us from who we are in Christ. Right. And, and, and what I, my goal Sunday was what really God was teaching me, and it's that we're citizens of heaven. And as citizens of heaven, no matter what we face on this side of eternity, we're to live in a way that brings God glory. You know, we're to live in a way that points people to Jesus. We're to live in a way that reflects the the grace of Christ. So our attitude, even when things don't go our way, is to be one of joy and peace and contentment because our joy and peace and contentment is in Christ. Right. Uh, we're we're to live in such a way that that shows the world that we we don't fear. We're not frightened of of what's to come or what could come because. No matter what happens, life or death here, the moment we, we leave this world, the moment our heart quits beating, the moment our lungs quit filling up with, with, with oxygen, it's in that moment we enter the presence of God. Right. And, and so we don't fear. Uh, no. We can have peace. And, and, and we are to live in peace with others as well. Mm-hmm. We're to be people of peace. Uh, trusting in Christ, and we're gonna be people of prayer, Connor. Yeah, I was just, I was just fixing to add that I want to be a person, um, whoever's in office, and it looks like Joe Biden will be, um, to pray for him, just like I would any other president, yeah. um, to praise him when he does something good, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, to be just as critical if he does something bad too, but to praise him if he does something good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and that, that should be a commitment no matter, you know, from my first presidential election I voted uh, was uh, 2008 when Bush was running against, mm-hmm. uh, I can't Al remember. Gore? No. Uh, no. In 2008? 2008. Um, Obama? No. No. 2004, excuse me. I got to go back to 2004. That was my first election, not 2008. Okay. 2004's election, and it was Bush. And I can't remember who he was running with. Gore was 2000. Yeah, Gore was two, 2000. 2000. was 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, we'll get it right here in a minute. And then, I, you know, so I prayed for Bush. I prayed for Obama, President Obama. I prayed for President Trump. Right. And and I will pray for if if, if this election holds out and it's, it's um, President Joe Biden or President-elect Joe Biden, however you want to say it, I will commit to pray for him. Yeah. Um, I will... I will be critical when necessary, um, but I will never stop to pray because of what God calls us to in First Peter, not First Peter, First uh, Timothy chapter two, to pray at all times uh, yeah. for rulers and authorities, and He doesn't limit that to good or bad. Right. So no matter what you think about either President Trump now or the next president, if it's Biden, uh, you should pray for them, pray for their their salvation, pray for their wisdom, pray for their guidance, uh, pray for godly counsel to surround them. And, um, and, and when we are critical, whether it's of Trump or Biden, when, when we are critical, we need to be critical with the attitude of Christ, mm-hmm. right? Uh, not being judgmental, but focusing on the policies and do the policies align with Scripture. Right. 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. So, so th- th- this is my, my prayer for you guys, whoever's listening. I, I don't know where you're standing on this election and, and what your thoughts are. It, it really doesn't matter. If you've placed your faith and trust in Jesus, live as a reflection of Christ. Let the world see Jesus in you. Pray, commit to pray for whoever's in office locally, throughout our state, throughout the nation. Um, And commit to walk worthy of the gospel, letting the world see Jesus in you. And I'm going to add one more thing. That was a really nice wrapped up in a bow. (laughs) But uh, one more thing that you had said Sunday is, as Christians, and I think this applies to our congregation too, um, is to give people hope. Don't 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 show fear. That's right. Um, you know, our our kids are watching everything that we say and we yeah. do. Um, our students are watching. Like there's there's you know, they 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 say those things too. You know, they 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 pretty much regurgitate what they hear. They do, man. Um, my my eleven year old during the election, he was watching some with me, and 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 then Wyatt, who's 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 uh, fixing to be nine. Uh, they were they were getting ready for school and, and they were talking about some of the things I was saying. I said, "Wait, wait, you can't say that." And it <laughs> yeah. and it it reminded me. Well, not that what they were saying was wrong, but I wanted them to know you don't share those opinions public because of your witness for the gospel. You know, you right. And 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 my so <laughs> I know it may sound bad. We wouldn't no, say anything no, wrong. I understand. But it reminded me. I need to show my kid. Let my kids see the peace and grace yeah. and hope of Christ in me. Because that's and, teaching them. Well, they need to be scared or they can have hope in Jesus. Yeah. You know? And my kids weren't scared. You know, they just no, were aligning no. with who I was aligning well, with, right? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, you're right. We, we as Christians need to give the world hope no matter what we're facing because yeah. there's hope, even in the dark days. We, we read the scriptures and, and, and Peter and James and John and Paul, they had hope in persecution because their hope was in what's to come. Right. It wasn't in this world. This world is is, is fading. We're, we're going to wake up one day. If Jesus tarries long enough, and if we don't die, we're going to wake up one day and Christ is going to come back. Mm-hmm. We're either going to face death or we're going to or we're going to see the return of Jesus. Right. And and you know, Scripture teaches that we're living in the John First John and First John. John makes this claim that we're living in the last hour. Well, not necessarily the last. He didn't make that mean in the last, in the next sixty minutes. He meant ever since Jesus Jesus came, died, and rose again, we're living in the last hour. Any second, Christ can come back. And so there's hope. There's hope. Until Christ comes back until a person faces death, somebody, somebody can place their faith and trust. Anybody can place their faith and trust in Jesus yeah. and, and come to know Him as Savior. Their sins be removed and, and, and enter into the eternal presence of God. And that, that believer is what you and I need to radiate yeah. to the world. So run in pursuit of Christ. Uh, I'm gonna say it this way. I'm gonna say it. You know, uh, preachers like to tell other preachers, "Give them Jesus. Uh, give them Jesus. Yeah. Give them Jesus with your life." All right, guys. Up next, we'll talk about a little bit of sports. Four SEC games have been postponed for this week, and Hugh Freeze got a raise and a multi-year deal. So we'll see you after this. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Um, we're talking a little bit about sports today. Um, the schedule this weekend, we have had four postponements this week. We got Georgia, Missouri, who has been postponed. Texas A&M and Tennessee, who are supposed to play postponed. Auburn and State, 
postpone and Alabama LSU. So LSU and, and Mississippi State fans. Yeah. You get one more week without having to lose. That's true. But could you imagine? Okay, so the Masters is this weekend. Yeah. And uh, Alabama and LSU were going to play as soon as the Masters ended. That yeah, I think I get what seven o'clock is something like that. That was going to be that would have been huge ratings for CBS just coming off of the Masters. People going to have the Masters on either way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so four postponed games that just leaves us with Vanderbilt, Kentucky at twelve, and eh. Arkansas and Florida, which would be good at seven, and then well, I guess six thirty, and then uh, Ole Miss and South Carolina at six thirty. This could be a trap game for Florida. Maybe. Uh, Florida just come off a really big and really good win against Georgia. Yeah, I mean it was almost it was really a blowout, an emotional week, emotional week, rivalry game. They got to go and they got to play Texas A and M, who is no joke. No, Texas A and M is tough. Um, next week, next week. Who are you talking about? Texas A and M in Florida. No, Arkansas and Florida. Oh, Arkansas and Florida. A and M beat Florida earlier this year. That's right. Yep. So Arkansas. I thought Florida. you said A and M. A and M's game got canceled. Yeah, Tennessee. Okay. Well, Arkansas, but still, nonetheless, could be a trap game because Arkansas is still a good team this year. Yeah, I wouldn't put Arkansas too far behind in this one if I if I was an odds maker, I guess. I tell you, man, Arkansas. Their head coach is out for this week. He tested positive. But. Arkansas, with this new head coach, has shown me a lot. Yeah. And they're going to be a contender in the West. What's hard is it's hard to be a contender in the West when you have Alabama. Mm-hmm. And, and Alabama's going to contend every year. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know a lot of coaches coach speak and just say what the, what the fans want to hear, except Mike Leach. Um, he says what the fans don't want. <laughs> yeah, to hear. he just says everything they don't want. And to hear. if he's not careful, he's not going to make it in the. In the yeah, South. we can talk about it too. But Sam Pittman came out, and I, I know coaches say this. Tommy Tuberville said this, whatever. Well, not completely, but <laughs> said he wasn't going to leave Ole Miss. But uh, Sam Pittman came out and said he never wants another coaching job in his life. He wants to stay at Arkansas for as long as he can. Mm. And if he really, I believe him. Just the way he says it. However, that may just be coach speak, whatever. Yeah. But kids are involved. Kids think they can win. That's a big part of it. If you think you can win and don't think you're just going to get beat every week. And that's pretty much the same roster he had last year. It is, except for quarterback position. And and Felipe Franks is not much better than all the other other guys. But they tailored that (laughs) offense to Felipe Franks. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think I mean Arkansas, they're three and three right now. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled one somewhere, pulled an upset somewhere. They should have beat Auburn. They should have. They got robbed. Uh, got robbed. That should have been a win. They yeah. got robbed again. The next who did they play two weeks after that? I don't know. I can't remember. They got robbed. Yep. Uh, did they play y'all yet? Uh yeah yeah they beat us. They beat y'all. They're gonna beat us. They're gonna beat yeah. LSU. We threw we threw nine interceptions that day. Golly. That was coming out off of the – Seven interceptions. That was coming off of the the uh, Alabama game, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, ever since that, Arkansas has been – Arkansas this year has exploited everybody who they've played. And as soon as they play them, the next teams replicate what they did. 
and it seems to work. Which shows you the coaching of Arkansas. You know, it's not that they've won necessarily on talent. If they're exploiting all exploiting all of these teams, yeah, big part of that's coaching. Oh yeah, learning the schemes, and they didn't have an off season to really learn. They didn't have an off season to work. Uh, so you take Arkansas, you give them an off season, yeah. with, they're going to be good. Yeah, and somebody needs to poke Mississippi State with a stick because they just seem dead in every every aspect. That I thought I thought they were getting beat last week by Vanderbilt. That was weird. It, 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 could they should? I, I just I turned on my, my on the TV about the third quarter and it was seventeen nothing. I was like, okay, there's no way that Vanderbilt can score that many points in a you know however many. And then uh, turned it back to Georgia and Florida and watching it. And then I looked at the score and it was close. And I was like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Um, especially offensively. You got the thing with Mike Leach is he refuses to adapt to what to anything. He just he doesn't he thinks his way is the right way and that's it. Like yeah. he's got you've got to be able to have some kind of counter to when when somebody figures you out. Yeah. You can't just keep doing the same thing. I mean, that's insanity. <laughs> what did what did he say about his uh the fans? What did he say about the fans? Let me see. I want to do a direct quote cuz this is If I was a fan of Mississippi State and heard this, I, I would be a little furious. Let me try to find it. But I can't say anything. Mississippi State made LSU look like a high school football team, so the first game of the season, so. Yeah, but I think y'all just caught him, caught them on a bad, uh, bad week. I mean, like, y'all y'all were playing man-to-man coverage the whole entire time. Every single team they've played so far after that has been three down linemen, eight deep. You got to. You can't play them any other way. And their only two running plays is that one thing where they just kind of like sweep it out to the right where the running back just kind of runs to the right and they just throw it out to him. Yeah. And that's just the weirdest thing because you're literally – he has like three running back or three tight ends over here or some left tackles over here, and then he throws it to the left, run up the middle. Yeah. But that just – and you should. You should run the ball when there's only three down linemen and eight deep. That's, you run up that's the, the way that you do it. That's yeah. the way that you try to back them off of that and then try to get them into some situations where you can throw the ball deep. He doesn't do it. Hmm. Well, I wish we could have that game back. <clears throat> I'm just glad LSU don't have to lose this week. They didn't have to lose last week. What's the? What was that? What was their? Was it last week's game? I'm not sure. You were telling me about it. Yeah, November the fourth. I think that was the the. Well, while you're pulling that up, man, what do you think about uh, Hugh Freeze's? Almost $3 million a year contract extension. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, I'm excited about him doing that. If I was Hugh Freeze, I would not leave Liberty. You're, you're, you're not under any pressure to win a national championship. Now, the competitive side of Hugh Freeze probably wants to win a national championship, which would then want him to come back to the SEC so he could put a, a, a championship team together. Yeah. But if you're just wanting to enjoy football – coach and learn and be an influence of the kids um and you make a good living no, yeah not a good living you make a really good living yeah uh it's been interesting and then all of these postponements you know 
Texas A&M got po- their game got postponed this week for two pot two positive tests, and the rest of them were contact tracing. I know, and I just don't understand. Kids, you may have said this the other day, but kids are just gonna start lying. They shouldn't lie. They shouldn't. But they're gonna start saying, "Well, I had my mask on," or "We weren't really around them. They may have lived in the same dorm, but but we stayed in our rooms, not in the common area together." Uh, think about a think about a senior man, and he wants to play. I don't know. They shouldn't lie, but uh, they're gonna find ways to get around this. Yeah. So. See if I can find this real quick. I think I got it. But anyway, it, it's just like life. This has been an odd football season as well. Yeah. Uh, Clemson got beat by Notre Dame. Um, Oh, no, I don't got it. The training wheels stage? Yeah. Anyway, didn't he say something like, go be, if you, you know, you don't like what's going on, go be a fan somewhere else? Yeah, if you don't like, yeah. He was saying something about, uh, you know, something about a chicken being committed and a hog being fully committed. (laughs) What? Yeah, I mean that's his that's his uh his weird stuff, but wow. Oh uh, gosh. Anyway, man, it's okay. Here it is. Actually I got it. You got it? He said the chickens involved, but the pig is committed. Coaches and players, we're like the pigs. I certainly appreciate our fans' support and their cowbells. I thought we had a great crowd and I thought that they did a great job as far as lifting our team up in key situations on each side of the ball because there were contributions on each side. Those who aren't on board are impatient. Maybe they could select another team and maybe they could go coach their own team and then we can evaluate how their team does and see how it all shakes out. Wow. So Ole Miss just gained some fans. I don't know if they gained fans. Or Jackson State. (laughs) Hey, he got his first four-star commit the other day and it's his son. His son, right? Yeah. So, Well, that's uh, our, our football news. Uh, who's who's your pick for this week? Your picks. Oh, oh I got a uh, dang. I don't want to go back to it. I'm gonna pick Kentucky. They're playing A and M. No Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, I pick Kentucky. Um, none of and nobody else. Uh, <laughs> I still gotta pick Florida over Arkansas because Kyle Trask is awesome. Yeah, I pick Florida over Arkansas. I think Arkansas has a shot because it could be a trap game. But yeah. but I'm going with I'm going with Florida. And I'll pick Ole Miss in South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina's not good this year. So yeah. I, I'll pick I'll – pick, uh, They'll, they'll reach up and get his watch. But y- Y'all have won yeah. two games so far? Yeah. So this will be y'all's third win. Well, yeah, if we get them. So. All right, guys. Well, we're glad you, you're listening. Uh, we're praying for you. Uh, please know if you ever need anything, just leave us a note. Uh, and you can go to our Facebook page and – Search uh, running in pursuit, um, and and we leave us a note, and we'll we'll try to answer. But we're praying for you, and until next time, uh, run in pursuit of Jesus.